Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns Podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A Qatari second division version of the Touchline Media Group because that's apparently better than the U.S. Mass National Team job. But hey, who am I to judge? Uh, my name is Asa, a.k.a. The Twig. I'm your host. I'm joined by my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, a.k.a. The Stump, as well as my other co-host. Uh, uh, if he's Napoleon Gregg, I don't know which... which uh, mid-19th century uh, autocrat would you like to be? Why does he have to be mid-19th century? Is there a benevolent one that I'm not thinking of? I don't think there's a lot of benevolent autocrats. Uh, Not many? I think by their very definition, those are kind of in uh, contrast to each other. You know, Caesar, Julius Caesar is pretty benevolent. Can I be Julius Caesar? I know it's a little, he's a little earlier than that. Uh, Julius Ben is is also (laughs) joining us uh, of the, uh, you know, as, as our Ohio correspondent, I guess. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the Smith Workers Management Group, whoever Blue Eye decides to put in, Paramount Plus, not Swoveralls, you can kiss my ass. Um, and we are going to talk about, uh, well, I want to talk about the headline that came out just like 10 minutes ago on the Twitters that we lost our interim coach, not our head coach, not our full-time coach, our interim coach to a second division Qatari team. Granted, they just got promoted, granted. But how in the mud are we that we can't keep an interim coach for the summer from a second division Qatari team? Oh, come on. If you're an interim coach, do you really want that job for two and a half more months when you can go to Qatar and make a lot of money? I was going to say, I think the issue is going to be payment. fairly well still. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm going based on Twitter, which seems to believe that the U.S. men's national team job is like, on par with Manchester United. <laughs> Just leave Twitter. It's not a good it's, place. It's the worst place on earth. Um, but like, like I, so A, I think it's funny that Hudson left and like went to get a full-time job because like, why wouldn't you? And people are like freaking out about it um, because we're going to have a bad summer because BJ Callahan, I don't know. Maybe he's a good coach. I don't know. Nobody knows because he's never been one before. I mean, at this point, why not just make Mikey Varas be like, Hey bro. Like you looked You're- okay with the twenties, just take over for the summer. Maybe it turns into some. <laughs> like at least if What's he Tab was in Ramos charge, up to? Yeah, right. At least if he was in charge, I'd be like, well, maybe this could lead to something. BJ in charge, I'm not really excited about where it's going to end up. I'm, I I just like I, I would be I would totally be in favor of Mikey Varas. Um, like we'll we'll talk about the U twenties and and their issues. Um, but like if you told me that I could have Varus or the field right now of all possible outcomes, including Christian Pulisic's apparently first choice. Like I'm taking Varus. I'm cool with Varus. Uh, like Hugo Perez is not coming, but Tab Ramos might be around. I don't know. Greg Vanny is going to be available pretty soon. <laughs> you think? <laughs> uh, Bob Bradley might be available soon. Bob oh, Bradley no. might be available. The Toronto uh, Italian Mafia does away with him. It, it look it's possible we we don't we don't know exactly what's going on up there um, that would be the the italian toronto mafia not only existing number one but then caring enough about toronto fc soccer <laughs> to actually do something about it is i think something that i want to happen in my life yeah we need to a talk to you world. eh? <laughs> hey, hey we need to really friendly talk to you eh? you're getting this lincoln we think- eh? <laughs> You're, we, you're we not getting seconds. You're not getting seconds on the poutine with the spaghetti there, eh? Hey, uh, you know, now that the Maple Leafs have lost again, which they always do, we are now focused on the soccer again. And hey, buddy, it's not looking too good for us. Do we need to talk about Columbus hiring Mike Babcock? By the way. Oh wait, is uh, that a hockey thing? Yeah. yeah. 
Ah, he's he's the uh, worst person, apparently. Also a yeah, good hockey coach. He was uh, the Wings coach for a while, but all of the articles that came out, like, it was actually after he left He left the Wings to go to the Leafs, and I, I believe took a pay cut, so everybody was like, this is wild, why would he do that? And then after the Leafs finally fired him, it came out that he is, like, the world's biggest at like he was a huge asshole he was like mocking wings guys about their anxieties to their face like somebody they, he just, was like somebody just think, retweeted a uh johan franzen like series of tweets that were all in whatever swedish or something but yeah did not paint a pretty picture yeah johan franzen like basically waited until the day he retired and then was like cool i have a bunch of shit i need to get yeah. off my chest Anyway, oh, uh, so okay, very good. Um, Anthony Hudson, we actually do wish you the best. I, I have nothing against you. You couldn't make it work with the Colorado Rapids. I'm sure that you are going to be successful with. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get this name right. One moment, please. Al, uh, Al Markia, 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 Al right. Markia SC. Well. I would love to be more excited about this summer and like the roster is cool. I'm sure we'll get to that at some point, but like yeah. how excited can you get when it's like the substitute teacher is going to be here for three weeks? Like yeah. the substitute teacher bailed. Yes. We are on the, the substitute. Sub the substitute. <laughs> we are on the guy who wasn't the first guy available when the first guy left. Yeah. That's going to lead to a lot of, luckily we don't have a team you know, a couple of guys on the team who have issues with uh, listening to authority and following authority. Uh, oh, wait. So, so it was like, I, I know we've talked extensively. No, we haven't, but people have talked extensively about like, there's a certain contingent of this team. That's like, I, I don't want to get into politics. I just want to make a broader point that I think is funny. Um, like Magadana didn't come from nowhere. Politics, politics are, are fairly well stated. Um, but like, do we think that it's possible that we could get a 2016 Michigan State here because they don't have strong leadership, where ha- the team just splinters into political rivalries? Because I I, I see uh, Gio Reyna as like a left wing, not in like the progressive left wing, but in the like Castro vein of autocracies of the left wing. Um, yeah, I'm like, I think. I think he's mostly just not right wing because he's been in Germany for the, for the last four years and they're pretty uh pretty solid about being like, no, 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 you don't do that here. They're they, they do have a hard stop on their right wing. Um that's that's pretty <laughs> like a wall. Perhaps in Berlin. <laughs> yes, um, they have some they have some negative experiences in their uh they sure, do. They sure do. Um but uh, I like. I, I think that like this team could splinter very easily. Um, I don't think that they have a lot of strong leadership. Um, the one adult in the room, like they they brought him in. They brought the literal only adult to camp, even though he has a broken arm. I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> yeah, Tim, Tim Ream. Tim is in charge. Like Tim Ream was brought in with a broken arm because they looked at the situation. They were like, "Oh shit!" Come on, rehab with us, man. We need we need Team Dad. <laughs> team Dad, please please be here. Team Dad. Um, uh, Roldan was not available, uh, because I think that he, he may be, uh, Reggie not. Cannon was the other and one. That by the way, like, the U S the U S soccer Twitter admin needs to just stop wishing Christian Roldan happy birthday. It's enough. It just turns in, it just turns into bad things. It's so like, just leave it's, the man alone on his birthday. Let him enjoy it. It's uh, my favorite thing that happened with the U S men's national team, Twitter admin was that Polisic lit the world on fire by saying that he, not even that he was supporting it. It's that he was okay with Burhalter being under consideration, which is yeah. the most like diplica- diplomatic nothing comment. Um, yeah. And like people set him on fire that 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 is still going on right now. Um, oh, who cares? Nobody. But what, the Twitter... Trolls <laughs> type crap. Yeah, but the Twitter admin then immediately posted like a highlight reel of Christian banging in goals off of volleys, which is awesome. Um, I I like Twitter admins who understand their fan base and hate them. Um, (laughs) Like, like I'm pretty sure that Chick-fil-A's admin knows what it's doing. It's not an accident. All engagement is good engagement. All engagement is good engagement. Although Um, I have noticed, uh, was it Bud Light? Whoever, they have turned their replies off for quite some time at this point. (laughs) Yeah, because like, 
it's one of those things where it's like, again, this is not really a political podcast, although certain people on the left would say all, all, everything is politics and so on and so forth. Um, But the personal is political, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But definitely, it's definitely not a political podcast because you definitely didn't place the blame of that on one side. I'm just saying. (laughs) Could have very easily avoided that statement. (laughs) Um, But the, um, the, the, like I, I love the idea of a brand looking for engagement turning off its replies. Like I think that's so funny. You don't have to tweet; it's allowed. You you can just not tweet. People who buy Bud Light, by and large, don't follow you on Twitter because nobody follows anybody on Twitter because most people aren't on Twitter, which is I think something that people forget. Like the vast majority of the world does not is not on Twitter, and if they are on Twitter, the vast majority of them don't tweet. Well, it's like something like. 98% of tweets come from like 0.5% of accounts. Correct. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Reddit is similar. I, 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 uh, I have a thing for Wyoming. I don't really know why, but uh, so I'm- Wait, I school follow- or the state? <laughs> yeah. The state. So- <laughs> like if I wasn't married, I would probably just like, didn't have kids. I would just like pick up and buy some land somewhere in Wyoming. I but like anyway- I like that you had to qualify the second part. It was like, if I wasn't married- my wife is not as my in, wife. Uh, into Wyoming as my me, wife. but my our, wife. Wyoming, our Wyoming is so lefty. It's hilarious. Like all the whatever. And like Wyoming in real life is like 99.9% right. So it's, it's just kind of funny that different, like depending on the forum you're in, you get uh, a slanted well, uh, sampling of people. In fa- wait, no, in fairness, that's only be- number one. I have a steamboat uh, shirt from Homefield, which is the, the name of the Wyoming horse, which is phenomenal. Uh, number two, the reason that 99% of Wyoming is the right is because the Cheneys and Kevin Costner own 98% of the states. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> that's fair. Um, also, uh, I, I just have to say, like, I don't think Cheney owns it. I think that a holding company that's majority owned by Lockheed Martin owns the state. See? Yeah, I can do both fair. sides. See? See? Both sides. Both sides. <laughs> anyway, how about like soccer things before everybody uh, hates us? Everybody hates us. I <laughs> everybody hates us. <laughs> I, I promise you, I promise you that the only people who enjoy this podcast are people who, like, like we know who our fan base is. And by and large, it's people who are like, what if Scuffed didn't give a shit? <laughs> It's like yes, that is more it's, or less what we do. It's Garrett, um, it's mostly Garrett, and uh, and our friend from Portland. Um, yeah. uh, um, but so, anyways, so let's talk about the U twenties for a second here. Um, I, I want to be very clear about something before we get into the nitty gritty. If we're going to get into the nitty gritty, everybody <laughs> if we get there. If we ever get there, but everybody on and 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 again, like the fan base is what it is. But like. When you get super upset because we lost the game in the U20 World Cup to a soccer country, and make no mistake, Uruguay is a soccer country. They have more World Cup wins, more World Cup titles than we will ever have, probably. Like, it, they are, it's not, and, and we can talk about like- They've got stars on their jersey. They've got stars on their jersey, and they have like three players at any given time who are better than anybody we've ever produced. Um, I'm confident with that. Um, but, I think it's a fair statement. Yeah, like I'm, I'm confident with that. So, like, if you want to be upset that we didn't beat a team who should beat us, then like, okay, you can be, but like, don't be like, well, this is an indictment of American. Blah, blah. It's like, no, we're we're a growing soccer country. Most of our country still thinks that um, soccer is something for uh, what and uh, slurs. Yeah, slurs. <laughs> and to com- to compare, if you compare like the the World Cup we just saw from the full national team, we got out of the group, and then we were outmatched in the first round against the traditional soccer power. Okay, so compare that to what happened in the U twenty World Cup. We destroyed the group. We easily won our first knockout match, and then we basically played a world power. Call it even. Like I mean. The, the two critical goal, mistakes. Yeah. I mean, the first goal was, you know, that if that one dude stays on his feet instead of lunging for that slide tackle, maybe that doesn't happen. And then the it's, second goal was like a weird deflection or no, wait, no, that was the own goal. Never mind. So yeah, the, uh, the first goal was a weird deflection and then a bad slide tackle. Yep. And um, the second goal was an own goal. So like something goes differently. Maybe we win that game, but we yeah. played that game much more evenly than the full national team played Netherlands. 
Yeah. And like, if you, if you watch that game, it's like, okay, Justin Che has a bad slide tackle that doesn't come off. Okay. He's a 19 year old who mostly plays right back and is playing center back for us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And on the own goal, he, dude is playing up a cycle. Josh Widener play, is playing up a cycle at center back. For those of you who, who, who listen to us, like you're probably well-versed enough in soccer to know that center back is not where you play the kid. No, it's, it's well, where you play. I, right. There's a reason that Tim Ream, I mean, there's a reason that Tim Ream is here because he's the adult, but there's a reason that, you know, Tim Ream managed to go from not on the bus to in the starting lineup in the world cup. You know, as a 35 year old. Yeah. Right. As a 35 year old. And, well, like, and yeah, you also have to remember that like U20 success does not mean much as far as world cup success. I mean, Mexico won the one under 20 world cup. Uh, yeah. Nigeria has won it multiple times. They're not exactly winning the regular World Cup it, that often. Israel is in the semifinals. Like, oh, yeah, congrats. Which we'll Mazel talk Tov. about. I probably Thank you. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Mazel Tov. Thank you. Um, but I think, like, the thing is with U20s, and this is an important thing for everybody who's, like, a little bit upset about this and disappointed. You can be disappointed. I'm not going to tell you how to feel. But, like, our best, in terms of U20 eligible players, our best striker, our probably second best winger, our three best tens, our best uh, fullback, our best and our best center back, we're not here. Right. Our best right back, not our best fullback, because Wiley and Jogo are, are both better than Cuevas. But Cuevas is our best right back. He was not here. Jalen Neal was not here. Um, Noel Buck was not here. All of those tens, Clark, Gutierrez, and Aronson were not here. Um, and Pepe was not here. It, if one of those players play, does it make a difference? I think that if you have Jalen Neal, then maybe both of those mistakes against Uruguay don't happen because we're playing a four back. So who do you think from that team has a legit shot to be a full national teamer? Obviously, you know, development isn't linear and yada, yada, right, yada, yeah. who knows. But if you had to guess, who are, who are the ones you think have a shot? So, so traditionally there's three players, right? Like they say like three or four from any that's given. Goal, that's where you're shooting for. Yeah. So if we're going three to four, first things first, Gaga. Slonina, I think, is 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 there. Um, and then three out, I'm gonna pick three outfield players. Um, I think I mean like that's the thing. The best player on this U20 team is not, does in my mind does not have a shot at the senior national team, and that's Brandon Craig, because he's not athletic enough to play soccer at a high level. Um, you oh. know, J- Jogo, Jogo maybe, but he's not super athletic. Um you know, I, I think of this group, I mean, uh, you know, Paredes could maybe do it. Um, I think that Obed Vargas is good, but I'm not sure that he's ours. <laughs> There's a lot of smoke around him making that switch to Mexico. And then I think I think that ultimately, um, Cade Cowell, I, I do I do have faith in tools and he's just super toolsy. He's not as like technically deficient as people seem to think he is. Um, but I, I, I mean, you can't teach speed and speed kills. So I, I think, I think those three, what about you, Ben? Yeah. I'm hopeful for Craig just cause I love the way he plays on the ball, but yeah, I have the same concern. Is he, is he smart enough to do a ream and, you know, be fast mentally instead of physically? I don't know. That's a, that's a tough thing. So I'm hopeful for Craig plus the center back depth chart for the U S is not super um, confidence inspiring. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm more hopeful for Craig than you are, but I think you're probably right. And then the, again, the, the six pool is real, real shallow for the full team. So maybe one of Edelman or uh, Vargas can um, make that. I, I, Vargas was hitting some really nice line breaking passes. I really like Vargas and yeah. and Vargas had like a recovery run. Um, in that Uruguay game, I think, where he like he like really made up a lot of space really quickly, which I was impressed that I I, I, that I didn't really see that as part of his profile. Yeah, and then I'm kind of with you on um, I'm kind of with you on Cade uh, uh, Cowell, but like I just I don't know I just don't think he has the soccer. Like, can we merge Diego Luna's soccer brain with uh, <laughs> with Cade Cowell's uh, like physical Racism. attributes? Yeah. If only because like I love watching Luna like with the like the flick and move. He he's got ideas, but I'm just not sure. Like you only go so far at five seven one ninety, you know? Yeah. 
Um, Sorry, although, <laughs> although I do want to say, like, like, I do want to like amend a little bit what I said. Um, I think that like Wiley has a chance just because we're so starved for natural left backs. Yeah. Um, so like, just, just, just due to like the, the situation, I, I think that he, he has a shot. Um, but what about you, Greg? Do you, who, who do you think? I, I mean, the obvious one is still going to be Gaga. And then I'm, I'm still not giving up on Justin Che just because age and pedigree kind of, you know. At center back, I like it. If he's going to be a right back, I don't like it. Yeah. And, and like, he's, he's like, we, we're, we're talking about this. He's not part of the next two cycles at, at center back, and he still won't be in his prime. Because if, if he's what? I think he's 19 right now. Uh, I can tell you so. Yeah. I, he's not going to be there as a 23-year-old. He might be there as a 27-year-old. And so then you're like, okay, so you're talking about someone who who, who might be like vaguely important as a 20 at, in 2030. Yeah, he's 19. He turns, he turns 20 this year? year. Huh? Are the Olympics next year or is it 26? Olympics are next year. Okay, yeah. where, are they, where are the Olympics next year? Yeah. Tokyo? No, we just did that one. Oh, we just did that one. France? Anyway, this is... This Paris. Is, this is probably a, a large portion right. of the Olympic team, so... Yeah. We'll get to see yeah. a lot of this again. And and like the thing is, if I'm if I'm the one who's designing the Olympic team, because dear listener, you might not know this, the Olympic team can take three overage players. I'm just I'm just gonna bring um I'm just gonna bring center backs. I'm gonna bring Chris Richards and and uh and Cameron Carter Vickers and, and Tim Ream. I don't know that Tim Ream is gonna get on a plane to France. Hey, I mean <laughs> Americans love it's a train. Olympics. It's a train. He lives. He lives in England. Oh, good call. Good call. And and you know Europe's like the size of Somerset Mall. So you know. Yes. And I'm exactly. sure we've had this conversation before, but like soccer people, quote unquote, don't care about the Olympics. But I care about the Olympics. You can't you can't tell me Americans wouldn't like love a, a run from their soccer team. I mean, they don't give a shit about hockey either, and that's like the most memorable Olympic moment. And I'm I wasn't even alive, and I know that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I would say I would say if America makes a run in soccer, um, that would do more. A, a, a run in the Olympics would do more for American soccer watching than anything short of a World Cup run. All right. What if well, yeah. I think I all right. So what would be more important to soccer in the United States, winning the Copa America or winning a gold medal? Gold medal, not even close. Yep, 100%. Not, even, not even close. Yes. The soccer it, world would respect the Copa America so much more, but like correct. it gets so much more traction for a gold medal. Well, like, I, I I use the 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 sort of the the benchmark of my brother who does not care about soccer and actively dislikes it in in, in many ways. Um, but like when I showed him, like, hey, Israel beat Brazil, he was like, hell yeah. All right. And then I said, America lost Uruguay. And he was like, why do we lose to Mickey Mouse countries? They have 3.4 million people. Like he doesn't like, there's no like, like real, like secondary knowledge. So if I was like, Hey, America won the Copa America. You'd be like, what is that? I don't know what that is. is, What is that? And why do I care? Um, Whereas like, and like, I had to explain like when we won the nation's league in gold cup, like he was like, do I give a shit? And I was like, we won our conference and our conference tournament and we beat our main rival in the title. But it was conference USA. But it was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a Boise state win. Right. But it was like, you know, still counts. We didn't win the sec. No, no, no. We're not, we haven't been invited. We're trying to like break down the door to get into the sec. No, we've (laughs) been invited. Strictly for money purposes. That's true. That's true. They'd kick out Vanderbilt or something. Uh, or as oh, we yeah. like to call, as we like to call them, Italy, because that's oh. right. Italy and Vanderbilt win the same amount of titles these days. <laughs> don't don't you know we're really pissing off the Toronto Italian mafia. This is yeah. Budget. I don't know. If we, I feel like we should. Yeah. Plus, Italy just won the Euro like two years ago. Yeah, and oh, then yeah they I forgot about World that. Cup. That was really I totally close. forgot about that. <laughs> That was, that was actually super exciting too shit yeah wait who's super rich but never wins jack shit and usually gets smoked in oh it's russia saudi arabia i was gonna say us yeah also us also uh, do you know do you know who wins a lot and is also i i hope uh financially solvent enough to continue making payments paramount plus 
everybody. Uh, is this a recorded ad read? It is. You have... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Do it again. No, just keep going. Just keep going. UEFA Champions League Soccer is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, you'll note not Arsenal, and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title, no, against Liverpool, no, Man City, yeah, probably, Chelsea, no, PSG, come on. Barcelona, now you guys are clearly just messing with us. And more, Bayern, in soccer's biggest <laughs> club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage Moist. time, and extra time. And stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, we'll also note that you can watch Europa League and Conference League on, on Paramount Plus, but they're not going to advertise for that. Well, not so. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Um, all right, let's talk Wait about... A the- Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Keep going. All right, let's talk about uh, the Nations League and how uh, the US MNT and US soccer is anti-Semitic. Yeah, Sure. The that's, only dude, the what? only dude from the from the from the training roster who didn't make the full roster is Josh Cohen. Now you might be saying to yourself, "Yeah, but he wasn't part of the provisional roster, and he's not quote eligible unquote for the Nations <laughs> League." And to that, I say, your rules and your strictures are illusions. Break free of your chains. Break free. All right, all yes. men, all men together, rise up. Hey, I think uh, I think Benny Philhaber is an assistant coach, so you can you can you can stand down. All right, <laughs> for, well, for a really long time, DeAndre Yedlin was sort of my go-to. Like DeAndre Yedlin was like the guy on the team, and now until Daniel Edelman gets there, like we've got nothing. Wait, um, DeAndre Yedlin is Jewish? Yep. Yeah, I did not know this. Yeah, he. Uh, so he. Uh, was, no offense, he doesn't exactly look Jewish. Nope. Uh, <laughs> to that, I would say, uh, what does a Jew look like? And that gets into the whole different thing about uh, Ashkenazi yeah. party. So on, that's like, anti-Semitic. That's racist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, no, DeAndre Edlin uh, was born in uh, Washington uh, to uh, a black father and a Jewish mother. Oh, and huh. he was um, mostly raised by his Jewish grandparents, if I recall correctly. That sounds um, right. Uh, I will say in terms of that, he doesn't exactly look Jewish. That's a good point. He was able to live and work in Turkey for a year, which is not something that generally my people can do these days. Yeah, the only people that that would be more difficult for are ironically my people. That's true. That is true. Um, so not woman friendly, exactly. Nope. No, no, nope, nope, nope. And it's a good good thing they just reelected the dictator. I mean, the president. Did they though? Oh, well, they got to a runoff. Yeah. They got to a runoff, and you know what? To Erdogan's credit, to Erdogan's credit, I, I want to give him credit credit where it's due. Instead of going after the Jews, and instead of going after the Europeans, this time he went after the Syrians, which is weird. It's weird that he pulled like a southern border game in Turkey. Uh, like no, that's not is, like. <laughs> so this is I have no, a friend I, that lived in Turkey for a couple years, and the weirdest thing that he told me is he says over there, like Turkey uh, believes basically that the American CIA is like omnipresent, and that they are the ones who destroyed the World Trade Center. It's like accepted as common fact in Turkey that the CIA blew up the World Trade Center towers, and I was nice. like, what? You it's should just you like should, that's yeah. what everybody knows. Like that's yeah. 
It's crazy. You should you should ask the second question there because it's always the CIA did it. Who in the CIA? Ah, yes, good. Thank you, Turkey, for your uh, clarification there about which shadowy cabal was in charge of blowing up the World Trade Center. There we it is. appreciate your work. Um, yeah. We know who blew up the World Trade Center. Um, George Bush. Uh, no, the Live Golf tur- Tournament. <laughs> who has now merged with PGA? I didn't know where. That was actually the the most impressive thing is like even PGA Tour. Oh yeah, uh, PGA like the Tour pros. The quotes are like, "What the hell?" Yeah, I, really funny. I mean, and look, I, like my thing is my my thing, especially in that part of the world. Um, like, look, I'm not going to say anybody is the quote good guy end quote, but like in my little part of the world, the Saudis are kind of the good guys, and I'm okay with it. Uh, the more, I mean, I really wish that we could have had a live camera on Rory when he found out about it, because I feel like that would have been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Just like, bro, what happened? It would have been that, that Ratatouille, uh, gif that goes around just like opening up Twitter. (laughs) 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 Just blind rage behind his eyes. Do you you think that there's going to be hazing when those guys come back? Like, do you think Rory is just going to follow Phil Mickelson around the locker room with a wet towel? No, because Phil Mickelson (laughs) has a billion dollars more than Rory. Because let's not forget that the the live players got to go make half a billion dollars and then come back a year later with basically no repercussions. Have you guys ever seen, uh, there's a Twitter or Twitter, a YouTube channel called Dorkly. But they just do like old like video game and comic books. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There was yeah. one where they're like, "What's wrong with Batman?" And it goes like through the origin story. And when they like when they're walking down the alley, and you know, Batman, Bruce Wayne's parents are about to get killed. The mugger just gets jumped and beaten by all the bodyguards that would have been there. They're like, "We're the richest people in the city. Why would we be walking down a dark alley without protection?" And then they like wow. walk off as the dead the dead mugger lays there. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The Waynes get murdered? Spoiler alert. Oh, by uh, the way, that was some, that's basically my Phil Nicholson is the metaphor there, in case right. you, everybody, anybody got lost. Um, also, uh, this is, this is, uh, what I'm about to tell you is one of my favorite facts of people not understanding what they're doing. Um, Bruce Wayne is canonically Jewish because when, uh, so DC, they introduced Kate Kane, who is, Batman's cousin, who is Batwoman. In the desire to make her diverse, they made her both uh, LGBTQ and Jewish. Now, if Kate Kane is Jewish and is Bruce Wayne's cousin, the Kane family is Martha Kane. Bruce Wayne's mother, Jewish. Bruce Wayne, Jewish. This is how this works. When uh, there was a certain segment of the internet that figured this out in like 20, 2021 and got super pissed. Uh, it also isn't great for the whole like, um, A, the character, because the, like, the whole point of Bruce Wayne is that he's like a removed waspy type who doesn't interact with people. But second, and somewhat more importantly, um, not great for the Jews control the world thing to have the richest character <laughs> who buys banks in, in uh, movies. Uh, to be Jewish. So thank you for that, DC. In your in your pursuit of representation for the Jewish people, you have made it so much worse. <laughs> but enough of that. Um, I digress. Go back to this non-Jewish roster. Right, yeah. Christian Pulisic. Yeah. Not a Jew. Not a Jew, as it turns out. Um, oh. Yeah, who could have seen that coming? Eunice Musa. Not Jewish. Um, I was like 50-50. So, give me a prediction. Who is... Who is our starting midfield three? Uh, I think I think that we have I think that we have starting midfield two. Okay, I'm I'm going to push back and say the whoever plays ahead of them is going to technically be part of the midfield. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, so then I'm going to go McKenny Musarena. Like I'm I'm the 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 uh, vaccine midfield. Oh God, MMR, dude. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Literally, like vaccine, you know. McKenney's uh, measles. Uh, I don't know if you could say months. that right after say yeah after discussing <laughs> Magadana. I think we have to like clarify like no 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 no. Like, and our well, and our front three is the, the anti. The only nominal the only nominal <laughs> six in this group is Cardoso, right? 
uh is cardoso a six i think i think yeah okay uh, I, don't know. I haven't watched him in a while but i think he is at least um, that's what he played for national teams and youth national team although i don't know do we need to go back to the failed olympic qualifying when what's his name played him as an eight or something uh jason Kreese. yes guess who guess who's back by the way Guess who's part of the coaching staff? He's back. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, you, say, you know what he said? Like when the Twitter admin actively hates his followers. Yeah. Oh god. I kind of feel like the Twitter admin is also like just running the team. <laughs> like uh, what, what would what would cause the most? What would cause the most? Uh, I don't blowback wait. on in real life. Is what it funnier that the is it is it funnier that the Twitter admin is running the team or if the coach is just the t- Twitter admin? Okay, Greg, <laughs> we have under contract. Go do, go <laughs> do stuff. Hold on, hold on. You guys snuck Twitter admin into my contract yet, yeah, Anthony? Go get one of no, those no, stuff, the other buddy. way around. They snuck soccer coach into the Twitter <laughs> admin stock job description. Yeah, like this is this is like like BJ Callahan is not a soccer coach. He's actually a social media manager, and they're just like, hey, dude. Good news. <laughs> All right. So I'm fairly into this soccer thing. I had never heard oh. of PJ Callahan. Never heard of him. Not like, like, that's the thing is that like, we would be the people who are like, yeah, I, I guess I've heard the name before. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I had never heard of BJ Callahan before. And I, I got to tell you, when I first heard the name, there was a part of me that was like, isn't that the name of Tommy boy? The dad, <laughs> yes. the dad in Tommy boy. Like, cause it was like Callahan motors or something. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We are live Googling, as is our proud tradition. Here Actually, is no. BJ Callahan's managerial career. Ursinus Bears, oh, no. assistant. Sure. Sure. St. Joseph Hawks, women's assistant. Sure. Villanova <laughs> Wildcats, women's assistant. Okay, Villanova, sure. assistant. Okay. Philadelphia Union, assistant. Okay. United States, assistant. He's basically like Jim Curtin's like gopher coffee guy who is now in charge of the national team so i I, also, I feel good about this i feel good about this because i am a lions fan and we <laughs> have hired position coaches who have never been head coaches before to be our head coach rod marinelli was great though rod marinelli how you doing has he ever been a co- head coach afterwards no, no. how interesting how has bizarre. any lions head coach ever been a head coach ever again after leaving the lions also no uh wait didn't caldwell just get a job Mm-mm. no not as a head coach though it it oh. I think the last one was uh, or something. I think Mariucci was the last one. Mariucci never got a head coaching job. No, no Lions coach, at least in my lifetime, has been rehired as a head coach. Oh my god! Okay, wait. Somebody was an interim for a little bit, so there might be like a technical. technical That was Schwartz. Schwartz was was the interim in um, Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, other than that, other other than that. Um, so yeah, so BJ uh, Callahan, uh, what uh, system does he run? Uh, Don't know. <laughs> what what my, is it? How did my the biggest question mark team play in 2012? We need we need to get somebody on that. Oh my god, it's 1956. Nice. So literally, so maybe the curse of Bobby Lane, we had it all wrong. It wasn't that you'll never win a championship again. It's you'll never win a championship again, and you'll never get a job again. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. Somewhat- my- my biggest problem with uh, BJ Callahan's re- uh, resume is that he apparently has like no problem with living in Philly for a decade, which I he's feel like is just... a, he's never been a head coach. I'm just looking at it. He have he's gone. been an assistant at every single job. So his first head coaching job is the U.S. national team. Yep. Yep. No, no, no I'm good with that. That's fine. Um, luckily, see, if Ted Lasso has taught me anything, it's Great. that. This is a <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> Um, I do. I, I, anyways, once, once everybody's caught up on, on Ted Lasso, I know Stumpy has not finished season three. Um, I have, I have my thoughts on where that show should go in the future. Um, it's over, isn't it? Yeah. That's a, oh, wait, you, you, the... did you, I, are, I, I didn't, I, I thought season one was among the best TV I've ever watched. I thought season two is crap and I yeah. have not watched season three and I, Se- I don't season three, season three is a solid B. Solid B. Um, but my view is, is that I think it would be very funny to take the Ted Lasso universe and um, have him be a college football coach again. That actually would be pretty funny. And like, like, because like the, the whole thing about it is that like, oh, soccer coaches can be happy, go lucky sometimes and do shit like believe and you'll get there. 
But with football coaches, they're insane and they work 18 hours a day. And when you say things like, um, our play call is too long, they say things like, you should remember more. How am I going to get across where everybody's supposed to be to the freaking inch if I don't have 15 word play calls? Anyways. That's like why that. he goes, that's why he's at Wichita State. Oh. I just, yeah. BJ Callahan is from New Jersey, by the way. Just we know. We know. South Jersey, maybe, which would be new. Where where Ventner. in Jersey? I don't know where Ventner is. Ventner, uh, let's Ventner look up. Ventner City, New Jersey. Oh, South Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. That's new. Good job. Uh, nice. Yeah. Great. We're, we're slowly moving south. Maybe one day we'll actually have someone from not New Jersey. Uh, I don't know about that. No, yeah. I don't know. Don't get your hopes up, man. No. I mean, why would I get my hopes up? We're in New Jersey. I actually love New Jersey. I, I, I don't want to talk shit about New Jersey. I love New Jersey. New Jersey is a, a, a top tier state in the union. And I'm not being sarcastic right now. I know people think I am. I'm not. I really love New Jersey. Um, he's No, no, he's not being sarcastic. He does really believe it is a top tier state in the union. He is being sarcastic because it's not. Uh, I'm sorry. What other state produced uh, the boss? I know. That's the only one. You, that's the only thing you ever come back with. Bon Jovi. Music from New Sounds Jersey. better. <laughs> uh, what? You don't like Bon Jovi? You're so, you're so high and mighty. You can get away with not loving living on a prayer. Okay. Uh, eventually we will get a fucking coach from somewhere other than the Amtrak <laughs> corridor. All right. The coaching situation is a disaster. What do we like? Uh, who's the starting center back pairing? Oh, so I, so I actually believe in numerology, um, like in, in the numbers that they get. No, no, I'm serious. Like this somebody is, this mute is, him. Oh, okay. I, yeah. No, no, no like, control. I actually made a mistake. Control. Yeah. You've made a terrible mistake. Um, no, like I actually believe in like the, so you think what, it's important that three and four are Richards and are Richards and Zimmerman. And Zimmerman yeah. Um, yeah. and especially when you look at it, the only numbers that don't make sense as quote starters are Weya, who specifically calls for 21 instead of 11. Um, and usually, usually our starting nine is not happy. Um, it's usually Sargent at 24, but there you have Balogun at 20. And I think Balogun oh, yeah. wears 20 in France as well. So does Balogun start right away, do you think? No way. No way they start him first game against Mexico. Like, I, I think he should. I think that there's no talent argument for Pepe, but like Callahan didn't bring in John Brooks, which means that this is the Burhalter era still. Um, I, I think if there's anybody but Mexico, I think he actually would have a shot at it. Yeah, I, I think. Possibly know this, but if we lose to Mexico, is there like a third place game? I think so. I seem oh, to remember no. there being one. Um, at which point, the if worst. there's a third, yeah, if we play a third place game, I'm I'm like doing like full rotation to quote Robin Williams, like a fucking Chevy, all of it, all eleven <laughs> players. Matt Turner, go home, all of them. The only player who gets to start both games is is Serginho Dest because I'm not certain that that he's run in the last six months. If you have evidence to the contrary, we're going to need to see uh, see what kind of shape Mr. Dest is in. Um, I mean, it's actually like it's actually like what Gronk did to the uh, Bucks during uh, COVID, where he just he he filmed himself running in different shirts all on one day and then sent them the videos every consecutive day so they thought that he was working out consistently and he was just doing it all in one day Serginho Dest did a bunch of shit changed his shirt every couple of sprints and then his no, he was just wearing that one red tank top the whole time it's it's, yes. it's it's but actually he did work off across different days it was just always the same tank top so they thought it was one day I'm actually not sure which one is more plausible with him um i'm hoping i i mean i i will say that like given the makeup of the roster and given Serginho dest and jedi robinson's likely need for rest for different reasons i think that we could get across two games like 60 to 75 minutes of joe scally which i'm pretty stoked about yeah. um i mean I get, you would think he's the backup left back looking at this I, looking at this roster. i can never yeah i can never figure out what how they view him just because you know it seems that he's either like the new golden boy or completely unused from week to week. And I just can't figure it out. He's at the bench for what the last two months for Gladbach this year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What's going on there. Well, and they just, they just lost their starting right back to Dortmund. Oh, they sell. Oh no. The other guy. Liner was the left back. isn't he? Yeah. Liner was the left back and Benis Biani was the right back. I'm probably butchering that name, but it's fine. Um, Close enough. 
but I think, okay. So, so I think the starting center back pairing is Richard Zimmerman, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was Robinson um, and Zimmerman. Um, because we watched even Atlanta. though How's Robinson looking these days, uh, according to the, I, I don't watch MLS because come on. Um, uh, but my understanding is that Robinson and Zimmerman looked terrible in MLS this year. Um, and so I, I, I mean, yeah, it's looking like it. Um, but which, which like, not great. I, I wouldn't mind, uh, a, a, a trusty Richards pairing just because I want nope. to see trusty. He's the only left footed player on the roster, basically, aside from, um, uh, what's his name? Jedi. Yep. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, so I, I would like to see trusty just because like, I, I don't watch that much championship. So yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly like, like the and way Carter that they Rickers talk about still hurt, right? Yeah. CCV is out for the summer. Um, he'll like, he'll be back when the time comes, but I just on his note, um, he just lost his coach. So I don't know if he's, Oh yeah. All like, right. Tottenham, what are you doing? Why are we hiring coaches I, from I, the Scottish Premier League at this because, point? Because they, they tried to get a, a coach from PSG. They tried to get PSG's coach. He said no. They tried to get Byron's coach. He said no. They tried to get uh, assorted other coaches. They said no. Um, they they talked to Graham Potter. I, I don't know what you. I, I think that, like, uh, what's 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 yeah? Is that like the most? I guess right now it would be talking to Tuchel would be like the most down bad move you could do. But like Graham Potter's pretty close. I mean, like my my thing with Tottenham is that like I think that they have come to the conclusion, uh, or at least I have. That like there is a top six, there is a big six in the Premier League, and they are not really part of it. <laughs> um, they have a really nice stadium. They are the Dallas Cowboys of the Premier League, but without the winning in the nineties. I, I they spend a lot of money. They have a very nice stadium. Uh, they don't win shit ever. Are there any Carter Vickers rumors? No, I think I think that like because like they just signed him on a on a permanent last year, and he played out of his mind. Like I don't think that there's much. Um, there's much desire, um, from Scotland. I think the biggest, the biggest question is, is where does Tillman go? Yeah. Um, his, because yeah. his, his quote about Scotland was not, the that was, that was, that was, Scotland. that was, uh, fuck you. I'm going to let the door hit me on the ass on the way out. <laughs> um, which I'm never know, coming back. Uh, but, but like, he's not going to stick it by <laughs> So like. Uh, yeah, Tillman, Tillman will have to figure that out. But in terms of this roster, I mean, look, we're good enough to beat Mexico. We're good enough to lose. We're bad enough to lose to Mexico. I don't think that the manager is really going to make a difference. I do think that the complete lack of plan, um, which is the manager's job, of course, but like, I'm not talking about like in-game stuff. I'm talking about like, there is no coherent theory here well, other than like, I think we're getting to the end of the Wiley Coyote effect at this point. Like, yeah. The U.S. has run off the cliff of Burhalter play, and I, I think we're about to need an actual coach to build a bridge or the bottom's going to fall out. Or we can get a new coach and the bottom can fall out anyways because we run our guys into the ground. That's true. Yeah. Bright little ray of sunshine, aren't you? Hey, Jesse, come on down, please. We're ready. Hey, Jesse, isn't that a song? Uh, Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl. Uh, interesting note about Jesse's Girl. Did you know that Coheed and Cambria with Rick Springfield uh, made a Jesse's Girl part two about how oh, Jesse's yeah, Girl called Hey Jesse. I know Hey Julie. Hey Jesse by Debbie Ryan. Yeah, that's a song I know. Is there is there a song called Hey Jealousy? Yeah, yeah. Is. that's a that's what I'm thinking. Song. Yeah, that's a banger song. Um, yes, I, I, it's one of the very few songs that I don't think I've ever skipped. Like. It's it's one of my my favorite songs, Gin Blossoms. That's what I was thinking of. You know what? In my mind, like I said, "Hey Jesse" for "Hey Jealousy" for it was one of those songs I had the lyrics wrong. Yeah, for. yeah, yeah. So I, that's still that's still not quite out of my head. Well, welcome to this week's corner, uh, this week's episode of Uncle's Corner, where we <laughs> discuss nineties alternative rock. I mean, do you guys want to talk about Counting Crows live versions of Round Here because they're awesome? And they go on for like 12 minutes. <laughs> I mean, I do love a good uh, uh, Mr. Jones and me. Ooh. Uh, have you heard the, the live version where he plays it the way that he always wanted to play it and not the way that the studio told him to play it? I have it's no actually, idea. 
Yeah, no, no. So if you look up like uh, Mr. Jones Live, there's a version where uh, they play it like very slow and depressed and there are certain words that are changed. And it turns out that that song that um, is was written in the immediate aftermath of their good friend Kurt Cobain killing himself is not really? actually a happy song. Like, nope. the, like the, the line like uh, when you're when you're famous, like that's just about as funky as you can be. That's not what the line is supposed to be. It's It's just about as fucked up as you can be. It's yep. not a happy song. Uh, but like, they were like, you need a single and we're going to make this song upbeat. And they were like, cool, fine. That's pretty Whatever. wild. Yeah. The, 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 a lot of the songs that like, um, a lot of the early 90s Counting Crows music is not nearly as like poppy and happy upbeat. as you remember. Um, same with Goo Goo Dolls. Um, if you, oh, if no, you I listen to Goo Goo Dolls, yeah. Because um, so, that was uh, What's His Face coming out of heroin addiction, right? Yes. Um, so given that we are now at heroin addiction, I think it's time to end the episode. Um, I think that's good. Uh, so if you would like to find Ben, who is certainly still with us and didn't have to bail out, uh, you can find him at BL Herald. Um, Halfspaces.com is still live. I don't know the next time that there's going to be new content, but it's still live. You should go there. I think he's, we, we still get, uh, you know, stuff. Um, you can find my stuff. co-host, uh, Napoleon Gregg at Mr. Marjorizing 89. Uh, you can find me at TLSTDS. It's usually me. Sometimes it's somebody else. Um, my personal account is at Diamonds Esquire. I'm very rarely there. Um, we will get the Instagram up and running just as soon as uh, Uncle's Corner solidifies uh, in what we're trying to do here. Um, please uh, uh, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your local second division Qatari uh, team manager. Um, they are our target audience. Um Obviously, uh, dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thank you so much. And we will see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.